Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all about dating and relationships in this modern day. If you have not done so already, please, please, please hit that subscribe button, turn on your bell notification so you'll never miss another episode if you're watching on YouTube. And then if you're watching on literally anywhere else, you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those, please leave a five-star rating. It definitely matters. It helps me out a lot. And then, you know, I'll wait. Now let's hop into the episode. <laughs> I wish I knew this information. Like even two years ago, even like maybe a year ago, I realized after however long of dating that I was doing something wrong. Something was not working and I realized this is what it was. I was relying way too heavily on the chemistry, the spark, the connection, whatever you want to call it, and putting way too much emphasis on that as the main big thing of like what a good relationship should be. And I think that a lot of people make that mistake of you feel such a connection with someone, you feel such a spark, that must be my person. But honestly, I realize that connection, that spark that you feel is two things. It is both stress and attraction, which is making this recipe for disaster, truly. I'm not saying that any healthy relationship could have started out with a spark And I'm not saying that every terrible relationship starts out with a spark, but it's just not enough to get you moving and grooving. You know what I mean? But let's talk about the attraction and the stress. So I actually saw this recently. If you've, if you watch Call Her Daddy, I don't typically, but I really am a big fan of Jay Shetty. So um, they were talking about how attraction and stress is what we call connection and i think that you know whenever you're attracted to someone like oh they're really hot the stress that comes along with it is do they think i'm hot and then on the opposite end it's like okay do they they're really smart i love the way their mind thinks do they love the way that my mind thinks you know like the stress that comes along with the connection and i think that you know the more comfortable you get with someone that stress lowers And then it starts to feel like we don't have that initial spark, that initial connection with that person when really we're just getting comfortable with them. I think that a lot of times we, especially as women, I don't know so much about men, but we think a lot with our hearts as opposed to our heads. And when we really should be thinking with our guts, like what is our gut instinct telling us? Because I know that for me anyway, Personally, my body responds to people. Like, I just made a TikTok about this. I know right away if friends or romantic partners, if they should be in my life because of how my body responds to them. If I'm, like, tight, if I'm anxious, if I have an upset stomach, if I have constant headaches around this person, it's a no for me. I already know that, like, their energy is kind of, like, not meshing well with my energy. So, Um, It's a dub, but how is your body responding to this? Are you super anxious? Are you super nervous around this person? Listen to your body because it never lies, okay? Did you know that only 11% of couples 
have felt the love at first sight, the spark, the connection that are still in healthy and happy relationships, typically they end in divorce. A lot of divorced couples have felt that original spark, but then got very comfortable with each other. It is not enough to keep a relationship going, okay? It is enough for the honeymoon phase, getting to know each other because everything's new, it's fresh. But then once you actually have a person, a real person standing in front of you, it's not the person that you've made up in your head. It is the actual person of who they are. You know all their flaws at this point. You know who you're actually working with. The spark is going to dwindle. It is not enough to keep the relationship happy, flowing, keeping it going. Ooh, that rhymed. (laughs) Here's why I hate when people say like, if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. Like, we shouldn't be that sure about someone on the very first meeting them because they're showing up as this ideal person. So how would you know whether or not it's a hell yes or hell no on the very first meeting? Like, it should really be like, do I like this person enough to go on another date and spend some more time with them? It's not, do I see them as my full partner? Do I see them as my life partner? You're not going to know that the very first time dating. Like, I feel like men kind of know, though. I feel like men know. Yeah, as women, I think that we think we know. Um, whereas men, I think that they know. I, I don't know why, but they're also wrong sometimes. Anyway, a few years ago, I was talking to this guy, and he was absolutely in my head perfect he could do no wrong. I would literally let him walk all over me if I, you know, got to that point. We had this crazy connection. It was so spiritual. It was everything that I had wanted or I thought I wanted. And he was everything my ex was not. He was into the same things. We had a lot of things in common. The very first date we went out and then he ghosted me after. And it was the hardest pill for me to swallow. And I was trying to make sense of it for like the longest time. And then when I realized what was going on, I had read the book attached. In this book, it breaks down like the anxious, avoidant, and secure attachment style. And if you don't know what this is, I can go like a little brief intro, but avoidant is when you are scared of intimacy. You're scared to get close with someone because you're afraid that they're going to leave you. And so what they end up doing is they end up leaving that person before they get left anxious is they feel the need to get closer and closer and closer and closer so a lot of anxious people attract avoidant people because it's like this constant toxic cycle of like running and chasing and running and chasing the anxious get anxious when they're not around they just are in this constant stage of like anxiety in relationship that was me a long time ago i was super super anxious in relationships and i think i'm like kind of outgrowing it i i still feel it a little bit here and there he was very avoidant and i was very anxious so i was like chasing after this man and he was avoiding me at all costs it's like it had literally nothing to do with me and everything to do with the fact that he is so afraid to get close to someone And once I accepted that and like made peace with that, I was like, it took a long time, but I was definitely fine afterwards. It just helped me realize that like you cannot rely on just the spark alone. A lot of times we'll put way too much emphasis on the spark and forget, ignore all of the red flags. Red flags for me in this situation being he 
did not ever text me and I would always reach out to him. Sometimes I would get a response back, sometimes I wouldn't, but it was all about that thrill and that chase and the anxiety that I was feeling. And that I think is what the spark is a lot. It's like that anxiety and that chase of, oh my God, like I want you in my life. I want to get closer. That is not healthy. Some people just are magnetic. Some people are just sparky. And I realized that I can have fun and a good time with anyone. So I had to stop and like check myself. Like I was having such a great time on like certain dates and I'm like, oh my God, we had a great connection. It's like, no, I'm just fun to hang out with. Of course we had a great connection. So I would stop and ask myself certain questions after a date because I was getting too wrapped up. Oh my God, we had so much fun and like it was a great time and that's fine. I should be having fun and a great relationship. You may have fun on the first date, but some people don't always have that sparky connection. You have to think about a lot of people get overlooked because they don't have this like suave personality at first, but they're actually really great people. And what really matters is the loyalty, the respect, the consistency, the reliability that they have. These things are so key to a successful and happy and healthy relationship people overlook these things because they're so caught up in the moment and having fun and feeling this connection that they're riding on the connection that is going to eventually fail if you do not have the foundation i wanted to get better at dating because i just felt like i was not doing it right like something was off clearly what i was doing was not working i had constantly felt connections with guys and then it would not work out at the end of the day and i'm like what is what what's happening what am i doing wrong and so i did some like deep dive on what i thought was going wrong and i came up with these questions to ask after dates to myself as like a little pulse check of how i'm feeling about this person how did i feel around them and then what side of me did they bring out for instance if they made me feel nervous and like i couldn't be myself that's usually a red flag. I felt like I had to cover up sides of me of who I actually was. A lot of these guys, I felt like I couldn't be my full self around. I felt like I had to hide certain parts, but I was still having a good time with them. It just like wasn't the full aspect of what I actually was. What side of me did they bring out? Did I feel like I can be funny, my confident self around them? Or was I reserved? At the end of the day, it comes down to how do I want to feel around the person that I'm spending a lot of time with? And if it's me constantly feeling nervous or reserved or feel like I can't be myself, then I'm already choosing the wrong person, right? And then I would also say, did I feel seen and did I feel heard? I feel like a lot of times I will, you know, talk about my interests or like things that I like to do and they're kind of like, ew, what? Like what? They don't understand. And that's fine if they don't understand, but if they're not willing to like, open up and accept you know open-mindedness is everything if i can't talk about the thing like my fucking spiritual shit and you don't have to believe in everything that i believe in but if i can't talk about those things around you or i feel uncomfortable or like you're judging me or whatever then it's it's a no and were you genuinely interested in what i had to say were they genuinely interested in asking questions about me a lot of times on dates it kind of feels like a job interview right and it's like do you check my boxes like are you the type of person to check my boxes but it's like it doesn't have to be like that like we can just have fun let loose and like be our authentic selves if it's not what we're looking for then we can move on but I think that dating should be fun and if it's not fun you're probably going about it with a wrong mindset 
but are they genuinely asking questions to like actually get to know me? Are they interested in what I have to say? I feel like a lot of men suck at listening. A lot of men don't really care what you have to say as long as like they're getting their shit answered. Cause I'm not the type of person, I'm gonna ask you some like off the wall questions. I hate small talk more than anything. I wanna get down to like the nitty, the gritty, like how does your mind work? What are your, your thoughts? And so what happens is a lot of times for me, I'll end up like asking a bunch of questions and then no one really reciprocate, not no one, but like people have a hard time with reciprocating and like also asking questions back. But you know, if they're not asking questions to get to know me back, then it's, it's not going to work. And what ends up happening in those situations, they end up liking me a lot more because they're like, oh my God, she listened. She's interested. Like, of course I'm going to make you feel good. I'm making you feel great in these situations, but how do I feel? I don't know. And then did I feel safe around that? Safe enough to be my authentic self? I kind of already went over that. But did I feel actually safe around them? Can I go to the bathroom in peace without worrying about if he's going to drug me or like just small things like that? Do I feel safe in his presence? Like safe enough to be myself, safe enough to if something were to occur, is he going to have my back? And then how, how did my body respond to them? This is huge. I've talked about this already, but how did my body respond to them? I went on a couple dates with this guy a few months ago and every time I would hang out with him, I would throw up after. I'm like, okay, my body is not responding well to this man, even though on paper he looks great. He seems like such a good person. I'm going to listen to my body because this is, I'm not going to like hang out with you. And every time I hang out with you, I feel sick. I go to a psychic like probably, probably about once a quarter and she's so good one time i was friends with this girl and she was like do you notice you feel sick every time you hang out with her and i'm like holy shit i did not put two and two together yes that has been happening i didn't realize that was a thing she's like it's because you have elevated yourself so much to you are to where you're shrinking yourself down to match her energy and it's literally making you sick oh okay so we're just gonna stop hanging out with her <laughs> great so how is your body responding are you anxious are you nervous are you are you throwing up have an upset stomach anything like this listen to your body i swear it's not worth having constant anxiety around someone my last relationship i literally had the worst stomach pain at all times I, my stomach hurt so fucking bad all the time around him and I just feel like I wasn't listening to my gut that this was not it for me. So listen to your body. Of course, you're going to want to feel like your calm, most authentic self around someone, especially if you're spending your life with this person. So do you feel confident? Do you feel good around them? Do you feel like you can relax or do you feel uptight? Like if you feel tense, probably not a good sign, right? But that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any thing else you'd like to add any stories whatever i am i love checking my comments but no one really comments so i mean if you you know drop some love i will respond hopefully if you enjoyed this video please give it a thumbs up and please if you have not done so already you should have in the beginning but if you haven't a subscribe would be lovely it would be great would love to hear from you guys also i have like kind of a big announcement that i am making next month so in like two to three weeks i have something that i'm working on i'm really excited to share with you guys so watch out for that news and i will see you guys next tuesday